Hello! Ahoy! Welcome to this very special bottom of the stream, top of the stream special, I guess. <laughs> I saw a tiger. Oh yeah, that was nice. I've, I'm addicted Thanks. to that song. I've, I've not stopped playing it for like two weeks now. Really? Yeah, it's mad. That's oh, impressive. <laughs> it'll be on your year-end stats on Spotify. Or it will, yeah, it'll come up. You've been playing this song too much, stop it. <laughs> so what are we doing, Nick? Uh, we're here um, in unfamiliar waters <laughs> uncharted waters yeah we're at the top of the stream um <laughs> it's a bit strange yeah i can see i can see rupaul over there <laughs> it's a bit weird yeah i can see uh what's his name over there the big show oh yeah he's just bobbing around There's all those kids from stranger things yeah they're all over there playing it's very strange don't like it up here we need to get back down the bottom <laughs> what are we talking uh, about <laughs> we're, we're we've come to talk about uh the show that everyone else is talking about, uh, which is Tiger King. Yeah, we thought we'd uh, venture from what we usually do to what we uh, what we're going to do today is talk about something more mainstream. So before we do that, yeah, just in case there's anyone tuning in who hasn't before, should we uh, let them know a little bit about what our usual fare is on bottom of the street? Yeah, go for it. So my name is Nick. My name is Adam. And uh, usually we're looking at a different movie every week, which. Uh, is how shall I be kind underappreciated? Yeah, I think that's the nice way of putting it. <laughs> On Netflix, uh, that's not to say it's, it could be any good. In fact, most of the time they're not. But uh, we are boarding our podcast boat, looking for those hidden gems um, that lurk somewhere in the stream. Yeah, I think that's fair. Every week we rate, we don't rate or review the films. We just talk about them, decide if we like them or not, and then compete. They compete against each other in our stream table, which we put together every week. So each season's 25 films long, and we by the end of the 25 seasons, we've got a league table of 25 films in order of bad, good to bad, I suppose. Yeah, sure. Uh, and we've had some real stinkers and a, a, a few diamonds as well. Yeah. So, yeah, check us out. Uh, we're on all podcast places. Yeah, everywhere you can possibly think of. We've just started our third season, so we're 54 films deep at the minute. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about then? We're going to talk about this TV show that's taken the world by storm. I know, what's happened? I know. So first of all, is this a bit of a happy accident? Yeah, definitely. The whole, the fact that Tiger King seems to have taken the world by storm. 100%. Because everyone's stuck inside. Yeah, 100%. It couldn't have come at a better time. They've timed it perfectly. I'm, I'm pretty sure this would have gone to number one on Netflix anyway, just because it's such a yeah. such a sensational story. But do you want some stats about how long it's been there and what sort of viewing figures it's getting? Sure, I love a stat. So it was released. Uh, released. It was released on March the twentieth of this year. So just over a month, well, just about a month ago. In its first ten days, thirty-four point three million unique households viewed it. Wow! Just in ten days, that's crazy. Do you know what the previous record for the longest time at Netflix's number one spot was? Uh, I do not. I, I'm going to sure. guess it was like Stranger Things or something for a couple of weeks. No. <laughs> Go. F- Thanks. Do you want to have another guess? Um, what else has been massive on on Netflix? Uh, oh You're putting me on, me on the spot. I'm getting a bit blank. No, it's <laughs> Do you want to guess days? What the longest number of days? Oh, was? how long? Yeah. Uh, in days, uh, seven. Let's go a, a round week. Even less than that. It was five. Really? Oh wow! The longest time anything had ever been at number one cons- in a row on Netflix was five days. That's that's incredible to me. It, it's mad, isn't it? Um, Tiger King has currently been there for 27 and doesn't okay. show any signs of being beaten, I don't think. That is impressive. It's crazy, isn't it? 
Extraction comes out this week at some point with Chris Hemsworth directed oh, by yeah. the Russo brothers. I think that might have a chance. If, if anything, yeah, if anything's going to knock it off, a film by the Russo brothers starring one of the Avengers has got a chance. I think. Yeah, I think you could be right. <laughs> but we'll see. That's a, that's a mind-boggling stuff. It is, um, and I think part of that is obviously because of the situation the world's in, but also. I think there's a fair bit of rewatchability to Tiger King. Yeah, definitely. Be- because people then read the where are they nows and all that sort of thing and then go back to to certain certain episodes. Uh yeah, so but that's crazy that this has done that. Yes. Absolutely. It's mind-boggling. To if you'd have said to Netflix a few months ago something will be at your number 1 for nearly a month, they would have laughed in your face, I think. For something that, you know, relatively speaking must have been very low budget yeah <laughs> uh it's it's remarkable it really is you know netflix is doing so well out of this lockdown <laughs> can you imagine how much money they're making i know we we spoke didn't we uh on the on our main show uh a couple of weeks ago about how well timed the disney plus launch has yeah. been in the uk but i mean all these streaming services are just well they're, they're all reaping reaping the benefits at the minute aren't yeah they? they definitely are at one point last week on the stock exchange netflix was worth more than disney that is impressive <laughs> that's it's craziness so shall we talk about a tiger yes or a tiger king shall i say or to give it its full title tiger king murder mayhem and madness catchy catchy although there's no murder in it technically or is unless there you count those two unless you count those two crocodiles <laughs> Uh, well, well, we'll get on to the Baskins, but... Uh, where, where do we even start with this? We could have a creep-off. Who? A creep-off? Yeah. <laughs> Who was the creepiest? Who stuck out to you? Who did you like the least in this show? Um, in, in this sort of um, rogues gallery that was presented to us? It depend, if, there's a difference between who did I like the least and who's the creepiest. Yeah, go on. I did not like Jeff Lowe one little bit. Absolutely. Scumbag. Scumbucket. <laughs> Scumbucket? Scumbucket. I like that. I'm using that. Yeah, he was not a nice guy. Uh, but the creepiest was definitely Doc Antle. I would 100% agree. <laughs> he was just a creepy weirdo. How many wives did he have? Like seven? Many, many wives. <laughs> um, yeah, this is that whole sort of slimy, ponytail, pot belly. Greaseball. Uh, and... Uh, and you know, he wasn't doing much different to Joe. He just had a bit more money, yeah. a nicer park, better contacts. But you get the you get the feeling this story isn't quite over, and and he could certainly be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, he was definitely definitely not all above the law, was he? No, I mean, and and maybe that's one of the most surprising things about this is that everyone was as bad as each other. So this whole big cat industry in the states, yeah, was just vile. Yeah, absolutely vile not fun was it no i was i was reading the other day there was an interview with even uh, like mike tyson yeah because <laughs> he was famous for having a couple of tigers he sort of said if i'd have known all this you know i i i regret having having mine you know and and think what what i couldn't get over is that they were sort of saying oh it's great you know you can sell a tiger for a couple of grand and i'm thinking that's really cheap <laughs> it's quite cheap isn't it I'd expect a tiger would cost you like 10 grand. Yeah, at least double figures. Not like a couple of grand. It's bad times when Mike Tyson's your moral guide. Yeah, isn't it just, yeah. (laughs) It really is. 
if if that's your high benchmark, then these guys are. Uh, yeah, yeah, it tells you all you need to know. Bottom of the barrel scumbags. Anybody else in there that was creepy or you didn't like? Uh, well, sure well, pretty loads. much, pretty much all of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jeff Lowe was was just uh, well, they, they, a con man. Like they, yeah. they called it right in there. You know, he never had any of this money. He was, he's just, um, and he didn't come across as that charismatic. So I'm no. not really sure. Uh, uh, his gift of the gab didn't really come across, but he clearly had taken multiple people along for a ride and convinced them he was somebody he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, horrible piece of work. And uh, his missus. I didn't like his missus either. No. She was just horrible. No. Um, Gerritsen, James Gerritsen. Ugh, yeah. What was that? Oh, what a hot <laughs> mess. Again, <laughs> just seedy, greasy, horrible. Yeah. I mean, that sort of last scene of him when he was flailing his hair riding away on his jet ski <laughs> so funny that was so funny yeah, yeah not a nice guy again just just stab out for any- himself completely yeah stab yeah. anyone in the back first chance they got yeah what did you make of Tim Stark sounds like he should be in Game of Thrones he doesn't <laughs> um, I thought he was an interesting character I think there's more to his story that we didn't actually see yeah so I think because he was more of a supporting uh character slash he was there for context wasn't he yeah and then the last sort of episode and a half turns out that he's he's gone into business with jeff Lowe and they're looking to move the zoo to a new location yeah they basically so he, conned he, joe out of his zoo haven't they and then yeah. they're gonna move it but then it, it turns out right at the end that he's also fallen out with jeff um, <laughs> and i think you don't know enough about tim stark yeah i'd like to know more if he was but he seemed as he could be as seedy as the rest of them, to be yeah. honest. If I wanted to learn about any more of them, I probably would pick him. Was there any good guys in there? Anybody like you quite liked? Uh, I liked the head zookeeper. Oh, the the rock star guy. Yeah, the surfer dude, Eric Cowie. Yeah, I I I thought he was one of the few to come across very yeah, well. Yeah, he came across, but most of Joe's employees did. The ones that, worked because they it. cared for the animals. Yeah, because they they were just animal lovers, weren't they? Yeah, just taken along for the ride by this creepy, uh, weird. And they were there doing their neck. yeah, they were there doing their job. They weren't. They didn't have a bigger part in this whole. Didn't have an agenda scheme. or anything. Yeah, like people um, like John Renke as well, with the, the guy with no legs. Yeah, he was he was he was fine. And Saf Saf. Yeah, they came across really well. I I did really like him. Was it Eric? Did you say the zookeeper? Yeah head zookeeper because he he said you know he was he was jobless he didn't have much going for him and he found this he found a purpose didn't he looking after these animals um, yeah so joe, thought, joe basically was taking people off the streets paying them next to no money yeah no qualifications the same food he no, was feeding the tigers yeah yeah and uh giving them a place to live basically yeah and, and those those three names we mentioned there they all came across as genuine and um yeah, they they were obviously yeah they're definitely the pretty good guys horrified of how it turned. Out. Yeah, they're definitely the good guys in that show, aren't they? What about Joe's husbands? Pluralized. <laughs> yeah, what an interesting trio. John uh, Finley. Let's start with that guy. Why the hell didn't he wear a shirt? I, I, all the way through, <laughs> just never put a shirt on. He's got tattoos. I guess you show him off, but he d- he did actually say, didn't he, in the um, the bonus episode that came out last week, the sort of Skype interview special. Yeah, that, uh, that's exactly what his thinking was. I wanted to show my tattoos. <laughs> yeah, and it worked. Um, it just made him look like a proper redneck, no brain kind of 
idiot though, didn't it? I mean, it didn't they put him off all, in a good light. They all sort of came across as sort of clones of each other in a way, in that they were all just young, naive, yeah, easily led. Yeah, I don't know what they were attracted to—the the, the cats or the the to be the local notoriety. I'm not sure. To be that easily led that you, as a straight man, marry a gay man at the same time as somebody else is doing it, was that that's the most easily led person I've ever seen in my life. I think I think Joe obviously wanted to be like Doc Antle, didn't he? Yeah. He, he saw his harem of wives. He wanted a harem of husbands. He wanted that. Yeah, obviously one of the the most shocking bits in the programme is uh, is when Joe's second husband kills himself. Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> was bad. Was it Travis? Travis, yeah. You know, he's, he sits down in the office and he's messing around with the gun and, and blows his own brains out. This... That was... Terrible, Unbelievable. terrible. <laughs> it was really bad. Sat watching that, I was literally like, oh my God, has that just happened? Mouth open. And it, the fact that it was on, well, it wasn't on camera itself, but the reaction of the guy who saw it. Yeah. What was that guy's name? Who? I can't remember. Oh, the campaign manager. Uh, Josh. Yes. He, the fact that he just sat there and watched it happen. Yeah, so the camera's focused on Josh having a conversation with Travis off camera. And then, yeah, sort of the disbelief and then the shock. It was just, it was horrible. <laughs> it was. It was not nice. Not good fun. That would have, you know, there would, the amount of cameras they had around that zoo. Yeah, that's That on was definitely somewhere. on camera somewhere. Yeah, that's on camera somewhere for definite. For no, what do you make of Rick Kirkham? I don't think he's as innocent as he ended up being. In yeah. that he was obviously, he, he'd he seen a chance to make money himself. Yeah. By I don't using, think he makes any secret of that no no but but the way he went about it it's possibly not as uh blue-eyed as he makes out that he is no but he tries and gives it a bit of hindsight doesn't he in his interview saying you know i would have helped make him a star and we would have all made money whereas i'm not sure that's how he went into it i think he was as exploitative as the next person in there yeah he didn't care about any of them he, he knew it was a freak a show off. didn't he yeah yeah he wanted to be louis Farou, didn't he yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's involved in one of the biggest unanswered questions in the show, though, uh, which was the uh, the arson of the alligator slash editing studio. Yeah, who killed the who which, killed the alligator? Who, who has an alligator pen slash editing studio? <laughs> who do you think set that fire? So that that was when all the footage from this original reality TV show was lost. I think there's only one suspect in that who set that fire, and I think it was Joe Exotic. I completely agree. <laughs> I don't think he did it himself, but I, I think he was definitely uh, complicit in it. I think he got cold feet. He realised yeah. that, you know, this was going to probably be a warts and all thing. He, he suddenly got worried of what was going to come out, so he, he torched the whole lot. Yeah, we know for a fact that he has no compassion for the animals. No, he didn't care about what was there or what was going to happen. And I think Rick Kirkham was definitely involved in it as well. Do you mm, think he I'm not so have, sure. Do you not think? Do you think he might have... Uh... No, I'm not, I'm not so sure about that. Do you think Joe basically sabotaged his show? Yeah, 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 I think so. Okay, fair enough. I think so. Yeah, that that's that's that was kind of how I I looked at it anyway. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Which brings us on to the Queen, Tiger Queen. <laughs> hey, cool cats. <laughs> hey, kitten, cool cats and kittens. Uh, Carol Baskin. What did you make of her? So I I'm not sure if I was missing something, but I I although she was claimed to be running a rehabilitation center and sanctuary I, I saw no difference in what she was doing to what 
Doc Antle and Joe were doing. Yeah. If anything, her place was a lot more run down, a lot worse. The animals were not kept in a as nice an environment. Yeah, and the other thing I couldn't get past was obviously she had money. Yeah. So we know that she had millions from her first husband, which we'll come on to later. <laughs> yeah. But then she openly says, you know, because she's a she's a charity um, slash sanctuary, she wasn't paying anyone. Yeah, they were all volunteers. They were all volunteers. Plus, it took them years to work their way up her. She had this like coloured t-shirt system, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, at the same time, she was walking down the line every morning, sort of doing her blog saying, we've sold out all our tickets, blah, 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 made all this money, she's getting millions of views on YouTube, she'd she'd been clever enough to sort of beat the other two to the social media stuff, so she must have been raking in a lot of cash there as well. Yeah. Uh, and I get, you're right, from from what we saw, it didn't look like that money was going back to the um, to the quality of care for the animals, that's for sure. Do you think she had the most money out of all of them? I'm not sure because you don't know enough about Doc Antle really because obviously it's mentioned he has a lot of Hollywood jobs. Yeah, true. He's he's credited on quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of feature films. Old uh, Bagavan. Yeah, he's the chief animal trainer on Ace Ventura, which I think it mentions in the show. But he's also mentioned as he's also listed on IMDb as the animal trainer for a couple of the animated Jungle Book movies. Oh right, okay. How does that work? <laughs> so he's in with Disney, blimey. Yeah, and on Mighty Joe Young. That was Disney as well, I think. It was, yeah. But, so I don't know how you become a tiger trainer on an animated Jungle Book movie, but apparently you do. Maybe you let them... Uh, you know, you always see, don't you, the behind-the-scenes stuff of like the animators coming to draw real animals. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe you let them in, yeah. But but between the three of them, so Joe and, and Carol and, and, and Doc Antle, none of, them, none of them were portrayed like they had the interest of the animals at heart, that's for no, sure. definitely not. What about Howard Baskin? Uh, what a creepy guy again. Proper sap, wasn't he? Just, I mean, <laughs> those those pictures from there, was it their honeymoon where he, oh she had God. him on a lead? <laughs> I'd forgotten all about them. And they were dressed up as like He was dressed leopards. as like a tiger, wasn't he? And, oh my God. Just he, What a again, weird relationship. Yeah. He, he just came across as, like you say, a sap and creepy as well. Yeah. So... So that brings us to the question everyone's been talking about. Yeah. Did Carol Baskin kill her first husband and feed him to the tigers? I mean, it, I think it's hard to argue against that from the uh, evidence shown in the uh, show. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think there's definitely an argument there that you could uh, you could make. Joe was obviously convinced she was. She did. I, I suppose putting, many, that aside, years. putting that aside for a minute, one thing we know did happen was that her and her father broke into um, her first husband's offices after he disappeared yeah, and changed his power of attorney and changed his will so that everything went to her. Yeah. Um, so we know that A, she wasn't short of the money after that and B, if she's not guilty of murder. She's definitely a fraudster. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she not being investigated as a criminal? I don't know. I, d- I, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't put that together either. No, it's um, weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because you obviously had quite a bit of time in that episode spent with her first husband's ex-wife and daughters, uh, and and yeah, they were pretty convincing in that they'd been screwed out of uh, the will yeah. by Carol. Yeah, she's a strange one. She's a strange one for sure. Um, I think that just brings us on to the main man, the Tiger King himself. Yes, Mr. Joe Exotic, the gun-toting gay redneck. I mean, yeah, just just 
just as bad as the rest of them. <laughs> it's worse. He's, you know, I, I think my read on him was within his sort of small world before, like, people like Jeff Lowe, uh, Doc Antle, Carol Baskin, before, before that all, all sort of started kicking off. He was obviously able to manipulate at a certain level locally, um, but then he was quickly found out when his world expanded. Yeah. To put it that way. And he was found out to not be quite as clever or manipulative as these other guys, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I think he he got out of his depth, didn't he, quite quickly. Sure. And probably by taking on Carol he got he managed to get himself into that world. Yeah. And that's what exposed him for the uh, craziness. The, the, the his life is mental. It's batshit crazy. Oh, completely, completely. But he took he took the wrong person on. He took her on. He didn't have the, you know, finances to to, it, yeah. to to take her lawyers on, and and you know the way he went about it, trying to discredit her was just, well, st- stupid. It's like <laughs> Trump esque, isn't it? Just yeah. it's it's accusations without any evidence. It's. Uh, Do you think he'd have made a better president than Donald Trump? Uh, I th- I think it would have been. I think it would be close. <laughs> very similar, very similar I, scenarios. I, I'm going to make a joke, but I, I, you can you can fairly imagine Trump picking up the phone to uh, can I uh, can I speak to Joe Exotic in Grady Jail? Uh, <laughs> I want some advice on how to uh, yeah. reopen the economy. Well, he's doing it with Vince McMahon, and he's as mental as the rest of him. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, you can't imagine why. Um, yeah, Joe's just a crazy person. Do you think he deserves to be in prison? Oh, for sure. They, but, but but they all do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> true. Joe Exotic deserves to be in prison just for the for the abuse abuse and cruelty to animals. Yeah. The the irony is the thing that he's gone to prison for for the majority of his time is this plot to kill Carol. Yeah. And he was set up. Yeah, definitely. Jeff Lowe set him you know, up. You know, he he did have. You know, he talked about doing it. But but it was Jeff who sort of really planted that seed and and convinced him to to hand over some money and and obviously they shopped him as soon as they could yeah um, again because Joe was too stupid to see what was really going on yeah but the cruelty to animals and the the euthanizing healthy animals definitely deserves to be where he is oh yeah hundred percent hundred percent yeah I, I I don't know how things work but you know if anyone's able to ever secure an interview with him. That's going to make them a lot of money. Apparently Donald Trump's looking into pardoning him, so maybe he'll really? get out eventually. Apparently so, yeah. I was reading that the other day. Wow. So to, to sum up Tiger King, because we've been going for quite a while. What? what give me a one-word review. This is something we do on the show, so why not? Rawsome. <laughs> everybody, everybody, if you've not watched this show, should be watching it. That's sure, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's what, seven episodes? They're 40 minutes each? Yeah. Everyone is crazier than the last. Yeah. You know, you've got the cliffhangers, and it's a true story. So, I I can totally see what hits there. Uh, you know, with the help of people being stuck inside, you you can. It's got all the right ingredients for it to do as well as it has done. Yeah, you can see why um, it's as successful as it has been. I, you know, I, in that extra episode they did last week, no one seemed particularly happy with their portrayal. So I think chances are very slim of anyone agreeing to sort of the follow up. But yeah. But the Netflix have got the money to to offer them, exactly. And these guys haven't. So, who exactly. knows what the future holds for any of the cast of Tiger King? I guess. Finally, then let's talk about his uh, songs, Joe's music career. 
Yeah, so there is a revelation, isn't there, in the in the bonus <laughs> episode that came out last week that that was not Joe Exotic's real voice. I don't think that was much of a revelation. <laughs> no. It didn't sound anything like him. Do you know what really confused me as well about this? You know where there's footage of them filming one of his music videos and he uses a Carol Baskin lookalike? Yeah. She looks so like she really Carol does. Baskin. I don't know it, where he found her from. For a second, it made me think, is this whole thing a practical joke? <laughs> yeah. And they've got an actress to play her. And they've got the same actress to be this impersonator. <laughs> because she was an absolute doppelganger. I couldn't yeah, believe she really it. Was. Um, but no, those songs are woeful. Yeah, they are. The, the scene where he's driving around in his truck, listening to himself. <laughs> I just like to go for a drive and listen to myself. I saw a tiger is a great song. I don't is care it? what anybody says. <laughs> it's so we, good. I'm going to play it out at the end of this episode. Not lovely. all of it, because I don't know. We might get a copyright strike or something, but I'll play a clip of it at the end of the song. Give people a, uh, a tease. <laughs> so, are we done? I think is that, so. Is that enough on Tiger King? If you've not I, watched I, it, go out and watch it. Um, you will not be disappointed. Everybody will enjoy it. Do you just want to throw out some of our socials just yeah, so well, people can. Um, can talk to us about this yeah, if, if they want, want to if you want to have a chat with us about what anything we've said or anything we've ever done um twitter is at bats underscore podcast instagram is the same um the website is www.bottomofthestream.com and we are also on patreon and we're taking on new patrons whenever we can and uh if you give us a bit of money every month we'll uh, send you some free bonus episodes some free stuff some merch all that sort of shit really Yep, if you can't do that, then if you've got a few minutes spare, then if you can just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser, then that really helps with our algorithm and, you know, our thumbnail turning up on people's feeds and uh, iPhones and all that sort of thing. So. Yeah, it really does help. And at the minute, every for every review that Podchaser receives, they're giving 25 cents to Meals on Wheels. So why would you not? <laughs> it's as simple as that. Why would exactly. You not get onto Podchaser. It's a great site anyway. Apparently they're linking up with an app so that you can listen to episodes straight from Podchaser quite soon. So ah, if they get that know. working, I think Podchaser might take over the world as far as podcast goes. So get on board early. Check it out. Check it out. So that'll do, shall it? That'll do, shall I it? Think so. That'll do, will it? <laughs> it shall. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, then I'll. Uh, we'll uh, see you soon. I guess. Cheers. Bye. the hunters to lay down their guns tell them that the tiger needs a little bit of love let them run the jungle let them roam their land then stand back and marvel what a beautiful cat cause I saw a tiger